And we are back with Boots to Podcast, episode 14. And with us this week, we have senior diver Mackenzie Holtz. Mackenzie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm honored. Oh, anytime, anytime. We're lucky to get you on. We're lucky to get you on. Uh, so, you know, like I said, you're a senior. Uh, you're from Chagrin Falls, which is about, what, 30 minutes outside of Cleveland? Yep. Yep. Around there. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then you dive uh, one meter, three meter. And then do you do platform? Like, is that something you've done before, like a college? Um, no, but we started doing it a lot more um, this season. And it's helping a lot. Awesome. Awesome. We're definitely going to dive into all that here in a little bit. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, you're from Chagrin, outside of Cleveland. Uh, you are a double major, which is impressive with being a student athlete, in international studies and comparative religion. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, I guess, how, how did you get, let's start with the international side. How did you get into international relations? Like, how did you find that that's something you, you wanted to pursue? So I lived in Canada part of my childhood and just seeing the U.S. from an outside perspective was really formative in what I wanted to study. Mm -hmm. um, and I also was able to learn a little bit of French up in Canada and learn Spanish down um, when we moved back uh, mm -hmm. to the U.S. So just having that language component really made me interested in international studies and I ended up majoring in it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So with international studies, is there like language requirements like outside of French and Spanish that you've taken on? Yes. So I started Arabic my senior year of high school. Um, and I've been doing that all throughout Miami, which has been an amazing opportunity and has really segued into my um, double major in comparative religion and allowed me to do a lot more research and primary source work with that language. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. <laughs> That is all. That's very, very cool. Okay. So, you know, some people say that some languages, a lot of the, you know, same words, you know, like, like Spanish and Portuguese are kind of similar mm -hmm. a little bit. Is there a language that Arabic is kind of similar to? Yes. It's sort of similar to Urdu, which is, they speak in like Pakistan, um, Asia area, mm -hmm. um, and also a little bit of um, overlap with Turkish as well. Okay. I mean, that's just language is, is beautiful, you know, in every country. And it's just really cool to see how the, every language seems to have like a, I call it a relative, right? Like some other language kind of speaks very similar with, which is really, really cool. Yeah. But then let's start into comparative religion is like, so, you know, I just, I've never heard of someone doing a double major with these two you know, majors. So how did that come to be as well? So I was, I didn't come in as a comparative religion major and mm -hmm. I ended up taking a religion 101 class my freshman year just as a curiosity um and especially with arabic and taking a little bit of islamic studies classes i just got really interested in it and it really pairs well with international studies um and it's a really easy double major to do and i just loved all the professors that i had taken and ended up doing a lot of research with them as well awesome Awesome. So, you know, I mean, it is your senior year. So kind of like, what's like, what's the goal? Like, you know, once, once you're done with your time in Oxford, like what, with these two degrees, what can you do and what do you want to do? So there's a, there's a lot of different things. Um, I have a lot of friends that are going into non-governmental organization work, some friends mm -hmm. doing grad school. That's what I'm personally applying to right now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so going through that process of applying to grad school, um, but I have some friends doing like 
pre-law slash like going to law school or just going right into the workforce. There's a lot of variety. Okay. Okay. So the grad school hunt, that's fun. So what will you be pursuing in grad school? Um, hopefully international security. So we'll see. Applying during a pandemic gets a little dicey, but hopefully international security next year. That's very cool. That's very cool. I mean, well, you know, we're rooting for you here and anything we can do to obviously get you to achieve that goal. You know, we'll get it done. We'll get it Thank done. You. Uh, so, you know, so obviously in the classroom, you excelled, you know, you've been two time all academic max selection in your sophomore and junior year. Um, so how did, how have you found like the time to balance being a division one student athlete and being, you know, excellent in the classroom? Um, I think it's, I know freshman year studies tables helped a lot. Um, we have to do eight hours freshman year um, and being able to know that you have to go to a place just to study and clock in those hours really helped me for the rest of my time at Miami. Um, and it's just all about time management <laughs> and uh, really spreading it out. It's helped me be a lot better planning and planning out my academic week and my practice week a lot more than I did in high school. So I think it really helps. And that's something I'm looking forward to after college is already having those planning skills and being able to know that if I can do a 20 hour week training and 20 plus hours of homework in a week that I can probably handle a job. Uh, of course, of course, even a job that's as intense as international security sounds, I'm sure you're gonna be crushing it there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So now, you know, I guess pun intended diving into the next part, you know, the athletic part of everything. Uh, so how did you come to choose diving as your sport? Like, did I know a lot of divers also have a gymnastics background. Like, is that similar to your background? Yeah, I had a very unconventional start to diving. Um, I actually started diving after my senior year of high school um, mm -hmm. because my little sister started and I had finished up a 10 plus years of competitive gymnastics and was very bored. Um, <laughs> so I popped into a couple of diving practices um, and ended up emailing our head dive coach. I had already known that I wanted to go to Miami um, a month before coming and said, hey, I have two years of, or two months of diving experience now and 10 years of gymnastics, sent him some gymnastics videos and ended up walking on. So it was, the rest is history. It's just, it's a very unconventional um, start, but I've been grateful for all the time that I've been able to dive. Okay. Okay. So you basically were you just, you know, gymnastics, you kind of had your full of that. You wanted a new adventure pretty much. Yeah. Diving's a little bit easier on the body too. So I knew I probably couldn't do four more years of gymnastics right. in college. So I kind of chalked up that I wasn't going to do athletics and then found diving and realized it didn't <laughs> hurt as much as gymnastics and figured I could give it a shot. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's awesome. That's a, that's a really, really cool story. That's really, really cool. So I guess like your freshman year, you kind of, you know, you went into it and you just found this crazy passion for it. Like how was, like, how was that like working with like Maddie and Sam, you know, or your year as well? Like how did that all come together? Yeah, they've both helped me so much, um, especially freshman year, that transition from um, landing on your feet in gymnastics to landing on your head in diving. It goes against most of your instincts um, mm -hmm. and most of your air awareness for flipping. So they've 
helped me so much with drills, with how to think about dives, how to break them down, which has all been very new to me. Um, so our, our seniors in the past that have graduated um, helped me as well, but definitely the, the people in my year that I've had three years of experience with, they've really become like my assistant coaches at this point. Like they've really helped me. That's awesome. That's awesome. We, we love to hear that. That's a very, very cool story as well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously your path to Miami is like you said, it's on, it's not very common amongst division one athletes. So a lot of them get recruited through the process. You really didn't. So when you were going through the process at the time as a you know, normal high school senior, like how, like how did you come to Miami? Like, I know you're from the state, so maybe that had something to do with it as well, but just kind of let's, let's walk through that. Yeah, of course. Um, so I knew Miami was always on my college list to visit. Mm-hmm. Actually, the first time I visited was in the middle of July on like the hottest day ever. And like no one was on campus. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, like this is fine. Um, and I came back my senior year during the fall, like around Halloween. And the campus is just beautiful from September to October. And everyone was on campus. It was so much more lively. And I was just in love. I like really, mm-hmm. it just had come alive and it was amazing. Um, and I decided that I really wanted to go here. And it was a really good academic fit as well. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah, campus is, I mean, especially in the fall with the leaves changing and everything, as you know, it is beautiful. It is beautiful for sure. For sure, for sure. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, so obviously, you know, we have Jason with us now, you know, as our, as the diving coach here and you guys been back in the water for, a week, actually, yeah, it's a week today or a week tomorrow. A week on week Wednesday. Tomorrow, yep. A week on Wednesday. Uh, so, how like how's it been so far? Like first week back. Um, it's been, it's been fun. It's I'm so glad to be back in the water. Um, it, a lot of us had a, a very long break um, mm-hmm. from being able to dive, so that's been great. Everyone's a little sore, I think, getting back into the swing of things. Um, but it's awesome. And it's really exciting to have a new coach and to have this new practice structure that we're going in with. Um, and I think everyone's really excited for the season. Awesome. Awesome. I, yeah. So I, you know, having Jason around has been great with his background and everything as well. And being a Miami alum as well, which has been nice to have. Uh, but so like, what's been, I guess, a highlight of Jason so far that you've really like something that you've enjoyed in the past week working with him. So hmm, I think the main thing for me, uh, I am not a platform diver. I like staying low to the ground. <laughs> and that's something that Jason's really incorporated in, at least in this first week, is going off of both or all three, five, and seven meter. I'm sure we're getting up to 10. I'm slightly dreading it, but I'm excited. Um, so being able to just do some basics off of all of those things. Uh, a lot of our divers, Karsten and Maddie, both have backgrounds in platform, so they've really enjoyed that as well. Um, and as much as it scares me, I think it's a really good change. I think it's really going to help us this season. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, having someone that with that background and able to teach you is going to go a very, very long way, which mm-hmm. is nice. So walk us through like a typical day of diving practice. You know, I imagine most of our, you know, listeners here are swimmers, so they might not have a good background with diving so yeah walk us through like a day in a life of dive practice yeah of course um so this first week we've been getting back into some weight training so we do weight training um 
pretty early in the morning. It gets a good start to the day. Um, and then we have practice in the afternoon, either two or two and a half hours, um, depending on the day. And half of the week we start with dry land, which incorporates some basics on tramp, just getting some air awareness. We have a trampoline on deck, which is super fun. That's my favorite part. Um, and just also working some dry land flips, um, all the different directions and doing some abs. Everyone's been <laughs> getting back in shape. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, doing some, some basics over there. And then probably like hour and a half in the water. Um, we've been doing a lot of basics, um, getting back in the swing of things. But yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been good. I've appreciated also having the swimmers and learning in the past three years, learning some like swimming lingo, learning how to cheer, <laughs> learning all the different strokes. It's been, it's been good. <laughs> it's been fun. It's, yeah, I remember, you know, last year watching you guys, you know, after practice, you, you all, y'all do like a 50 freestyle, like, you know, get ready for conference. That was, that was good. Mm -hmm. You know, I we'll get. To... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have to keep that going this year. Just keep doing some freestyle. Absolutely, absolutely. That would be you know, gotta keep traditions alive for sure, for sure. Awesome. So, out of I guess one and three meter, you know, springboard. Which is your favorite and why? So right now, I still have to say one meter, staying mm -hmm. close to the ground, nice right. and safe. It doesn't hurt if you smack that much, um, but I keep, I'm getting more comfortable with um, three meter and you can definitely throw some bigger dives up there. So that's a little more fun. Okay. Okay. So then for you, like in a, in a dual meet setting, what score would you have to achieve to walk away from that meet feeling like you like achieved the goal of yours? Like in season? I think it's a little tough with this season, um, mm -hmm. coming in from like a, a six month break off of diving. So I'm trying right. not to concentrate a lot on scores right now, so, but hopefully making that zones cut um, at yeah. some point mm -hmm. this year to be able to do that post-conference um, meets would be really cool. Yeah, so if, for those that don't know, in, in diving, you have a conference championship and they have the zones meet. And zones is like, I guess they get described, describe zones. I mean, I know it's like a postseason competition. I'm just, but I'm not sure entirely how to describe it more than that. Yeah. Diving qualifications for, for NCAA championships are a little funky. Um, so we have to have meet a certain score cut for men and women during the season or at conference. And then once you make that, you go to zones, which is sort of bigger than our conference um, and top. Ooh, I'm going to forget which, top 10, mm -hmm. top five, somewhere in there, um, qualify for NCAA championships. So we have that extra step to get there. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very, very cool. And I know, at least for us, I, our, I think the last time we had people go to zones, it was pretty close. Like, so we're not going very, very far for that, which is also nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Having a closed zones, you know, then obviously um, conferences are going to be a whole lot closer this year going to Eastern Michigan as opposed to driving about 10, 11 hours to Buffalo. <laughs> That's nice. That's yeah. nice as well. Very, yeah. very, very cool. Uh, so, you know, obviously you've done three years with the team so far. What has been some of your favorite memories uh, on the deck and off the deck? Hmm. Definitely last year, Max, coming back home. 
Um, I believe Coach Zach ordered 30 pizzas. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not a diving memory, but just seeing that amount of pizza and everyone having their own pizza was a cherished memory, honestly. Um, And also our our training trip last year was was a ton of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Being able to practice outside, we had really wonderful weather um, and we were right on the beach. So sitting out between practices um, was awesome. I also have, I have very good memories of practice too. But the beach, the beach and pizza are the way to my heart. Really. Right, there you go. Now we know. Now we're for Mac. Beach and pizza. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then you know, this year obviously it's been super, super strange and bizarre and you know, unforeseen times. Uh, but what are some goals you have for the team and for yourself for this upcoming season? Yeah, um, I think we we've got a pretty small dive team right now. So just just being really close as a team and working through all this craziness together. Um, but also being really able to develop our, our basics and see how that influences our optional dives or our higher level competition dives. Um, I'm really excited for that. And I think that's going to make a huge positive impact on, on how we dive. Um, yeah, personally, just want to finish off this year. No minimal injuries, um, but also just be really competitive at conference um, and see where that takes us postseason, hopefully to zones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are some awesome goals to have. And I think it's nice because you all dove there last year, you know, mm-hmm. you have somewhat familiarity with the boards. I, had you been to Buffalo before prior to conference? No, I had not. So I was um, – <laughs> Between that long bus ride and new pool. So I'm feeling much more confident this year. There we go. There we go. We love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. All right. So now we're at that, you know, favorite part of everyone. You know, everyone's favorite part of the episode. Uh, the rapid fire questions. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. Let's do it. Favorite place to eat in Oxford? Bagel and deli by far. What's your go-to bagel? I have a boring bagel. I love the breakfast bagel. <laughs> I repeat the classic though. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And that's a classic. We love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Favorite place to eat back home? Ooh, back home, yours truly in Chagrin. Mm, That is good. That is good. I actually have a question about that in a little bit. Um, Where did it go? Oh, actually, it's next. Better French fries. So high or yours truly? Oh, yours truly by far. The seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> you get the nacho fries? Oh, yes. That's the only option. <laughs> that, is, that is dangerously good, I have to say. That is, a, that's a, that is delicious. That is delicious. Uh, better joke, a one-liner or a dad joke? Dad joke. Yeah. I mean, Coach Jake, he, he kills it for sure. <laughs> sure. Um, go-to hype-up song? Ooh. Fire a drink by T-Pain. <laughs> All right, AT, you know, auto-tune or not, he's got some fire lyrics. Yep. I'm for it. I'm for it. All right. Uh, NCAA champion or world record holder? Ooh, NCAA champion has a really nice ring to it. <laughs> it does. That's true. That's true. What is your favorite dive to do in a meet? Ooh, um, probably 105B, so front two and a half pike on one meter. Okay. Okay. And then just describe Pike for our listeners. Um, so 
your legs are straight and you're bent over holding your legs and praying that you make it around on time. Awesome. Awesome. Love that. And then last question. This is a two-part question. Um, so first part is Mitchell's or Graders? I'm going to say Graders. Okay. And I know it's controversial, <laughs> but I really have grown to love Graders. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Absolutely. So then the second part, uh, what is your favorite flavor from both places, being Graders and Mitchell's? Ooh. I am a huge sorbet fan. Okay. Um, so the the mango sorbet at Graders is amazing. And just the classic lemon sorbet at Mitchell's is also good. It is. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, hey, Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining us today. Good luck on the boards this season. We're going to see you every day at practice. And we know we're going to crush it. Uh, but thank you again. And like I said, we'll, we will see you later. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime.